eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. And away we go. It's a Tuesday. It's the day of the week that has no feel to it. Uh, his name is Al Dukes. He's down the Jersey Shore on a beautiful Tuesday. What's up, Al? Sure is, Jerry. Jerry, have you received your... Communion, yes, when I was in second grade. Uh, what about this, then? Uh, I guess confirmation, then, as well. I did, yes. Eighth what grade. about your voting uh, ballots? Yes. Have you have you, know, you got yours already? Yeah. I don't think I got mine yet. Yeah. Um, uh, Gina got hers, and she said it's somewhat confusing. Have you looked at yours as to how you... You, yeah, supposedly, like, there's a lot of papers and that you're being told that if you fill out something incorrectly, nothing counts. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, I haven't looked at it yet. Hmm. I consider myself a smart person. If I'm going to be confused by this, and I'm sure I am going to be confused by some of it. how many others are going right. to be confused by it? Right, because I consider myself very smart. Yeah, I hear you. So I it's going to be you. just chaos, this voting uh, situation, Yes, which is why the president will probably sue when, when he doesn't win. Well, I think either one, whoever loses, is going to be upset at the way we voted. Yeah, well, I would. That's every year. I've still <laughs> never understood why it's not the most votes you get. Yeah. This whole electoral college, someone's got to explain it to me. It makes no sense to me. Yes. I hear what you're saying. I did hear it explained to me at one point where it did make sense to me. Prior to that, it never made sense. Okay. And now it still doesn't 100% make sense. <laughs> but I do recall one time in my life, someone explained it to me. Yeah. And it did make sense. All right. I don't know. I mean, we're all Americans. The most I votes you a... get from Americans has to be how you win. <laughs> yeah. That is a weird one. Sure Maybe someone will explain it to us. It's almost like your state, irrelevant. You get three votes. Yeah. Or like when you have certain states like uh, New Jersey, where both you and I are, they always say, our presidential votes don't count because it always <laughs> it's they, pretty they, much they decided they always vote Democrat. <laughs> yes, so it doesn't matter, right? And yeah, there's just true. really we should just have voting those then in those swing states, right? <laughs> and, and just let's bypass the rest. It's all nonsense. <laughs> It'd be cool to be in a swing state. You would like really feel like yeah, I am powerful. I don't think you're wrong about that. It's weird. Like I wouldn't think Florida. Florida is a swing state, but it it seems like it shouldn't be. I feel like Florida, 
Like I would think a swing state would be one of those states where it's it's a real mixture of of people and political views. And I feel like Florida seems like one big goofy place where you know we always read about crazy things happening. I feel like they all feel like that. You ever yeah. look at your Facebook page? Yes. Uh, it's just a mixture of crap. <laughs> who hates Trump? Who hates Biden? And who hates right. everybody in between? Right. Like I can't even look at it anymore. And I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a big Facebook person anyway. I only have it for my baseball team. But you you do look at it once in a while, and it's just like, all right, you. I used to like you. You're an ass. Right. I used to like you. You're muted. It's like shut up already. My uh, younger sister Chrissy called me uh, a couple weeks ago. I had uh, posted something uh, political on there, and she goes, well, "What are you doing?" She's like, you no did? one. Yeah, I did. Really? God, yeah, because I get, was getting too angry at things, and oh, I was okay. like posting things. And I wasn't doing it on Twitter because I didn't want to annoy my Twitter people, but I thought Facebook's nothing but annoying people, so I'll just annoy oh, people so there. so much better. So she called me. She's like, you know, no one cares. She's <laughs> like, he de- she's like, people want to hear your dumb, want to read dumb things from you. They don't want to hear political things. Just like you, because I used to complain to her about my cousin, who right. all he would do is post political things like who cares she's like you're him now you've be-. and i really i argued with her and then i took it to heart and i was like she's right well she just made you like an athlete when they say shut up and dribble yes right but she at the told end me of the day shut up and dribble but she's right she is and she's not she's right in that we follow people for a certain reason right but not right in this sense we are all still citizens of this country <laughs> yes Right. You know, she wasn't saying I don't have a right to do it. She was saying, listen, we're all at a point now. There are certain topics and the political who you like for president is one of those topics where you're probably not going to change anybody's mind from now till election day. Yeah, well. So what are you doing? That's and probably it, true. And it was one of the things I, I admire that Barstool Sports does, in particular the guys who do the Part of My Take podcast. They, ne- I don't know how, because sometimes it's so annoying you want to respond to something political, wherever, whichever way you stand. And these guys have avoided it forever, and I admire that, and yet I still would do it I on my it. thing. Yeah, you do. You do avoid it, Jerry. You know, I, to me, it's easy to avoid it. Yeah. I just, you don't get, just, you know, you don't surround yourself with it. Right. You, you stay away from it. I don't read the, I don't read the, or it's just, I, I, I can't, I, the, it's so crooked and just ridden in lies. I, I, all of it. They're all a bunch of ugh, ugh. And the other thing is that, like, the coronavirus has taken that on as and well. I don't believe as any we of them with that either. Right, because you'll see some posts that be like two, two hundred thousand people died of coronavirus. Another one would be like a study came out that said only three people died of coronavirus. I'm like, well, what? Well, which is it? Oh, I don't know. Again, no nonsense news network. Don't know what we're doing. Jerry, I heard you do a. Uh, do a read like a public service announcement on your last on the update you did at 10 a.m. Okay, and in this public service announcement, you said, Don't rake your leaves. Yeah, this one has me completely puzzled. I went this home. This is and, interesting, yes, because I went home. I read this as well on, um, I guess it was Friday. I read it, and it and said, What your, your PSA that you read, yeah, said, Don't rake your leaves, you'll have a nicer lawn yes. next year. So I went home, I told my wife, I'm like. So I read this PSA. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> if you leave the law, they're gonna, it's going to kill the grass. So then she told me, yeah, but not if you mulch it with a mower. It, provide, it, it acts as fertilizer. But I thought mulch leaves kill grass. Yeah, you know, I had heard at some point that 
the leaves are good for your grass. But I think maybe it's later in the winter, like when, although they fall in the fall, thus the term. I don't know. Let's see. I'm searching. I got to tell you, if I was a lazy husband and I had a lawn and my wife wanted me to rake the leaves, I'd be like, I just heard Jerry Recco say on an update, a sponsored PSA, that if you don't rake your leaves, it's better for your lawn because it's protecting. So it's basically saying, unless you have a very heavy layer, um, heavy layer of of uh, leaves, leaves. most lawns are going dormant by the time the leaves start to fall. So they will not kill grass. Leaves oh. biodegrade, and they decompose by the spring. So basically, they're saying. But you know how much, how many of the leaves would be blowing all over the place? Yeah, and it's so sloppy looking. It is sloppy looking. Like there's nothing better to me than when either you do it or you pay a landscaper to come in. You know, December to blow all the leaves, bag them, and then everything is just beautiful again. Yes, that is nice. I, I can't leave that. And then it snows and you got wet. Le- oh, I can't, no, no chance. I can't do it. And I, I respect like when I'm walking the dog and she wants to pee. I respect nice lawns. I pull her away. Look at you. So if you if see you weeds, go for it. If you see yeah. nice grass, you stay right. off. Weeds that haven't been mowed, I'd be like, these people don't care. Weeds, weeds, I walk weeds. by somebody that's got like not a thing on their lawn. Like it's perfect. I'm right. like, I pull away. Nicely manicured like an MLB infield. Oh, it looks like San Diego's Petco Park, someone's front lawn. That's right. Uh, Here's a weird story, Jerry. This comes from Australia. A woman had a uh, headache. Sex with a kangaroo. (laughs) Sure that's happened. (laughs) An Australian woman who was suffering from a headache for over a week. Uh, She actually went and got a uh, one of them brain scans. Cat scan. Cat scan. It was a cyst filled with tapeworm larvae. How the hell does that She's happen? Only 25 years old. That's what I said. How does that happen? It said, uh, officials believe she may have accidentally swallowed tapeworm eggs, which are normally found in human intestines, but can be transmitted by undercooked pork. Oh, I had pork chop last night. Hope it was cooked it was well. Not undercooked, I can tell you that. Yeah, but you know what's weird? Like I've always heard that about pork, right? You gotta make sure the pork is cooked. Yeah, but I've been to places, restaurants, like some of the nicer, bougier restaurants, like that Boomer would take us to. And if you order like a pork chop, they go, "How do you want it cooked?" Yeah, well done. Yeah, and I'm so sick and tired of when they look at you like you really want it. Well, yes, burn it. That's how gonna- I like my food. You're going to ruin this steak. I hate when people do that. Oh, right. how dare you? F off, dude. That's how I like to eat my steak or the pork chop or the chicken. Right. Or they go, we're going to have to butterfly it. Great. Good. Now it looks like I have two steaks. Fine by me. And then at least I know it's cooked. Yeah. There's nothing worse. And I know my mother likes, you know, like steak medium rare, like a lot of people mm-hmm. do. And it makes me want to vomit. Yeah. I like medium. Medium's good enough. No, I like well done. Well done. Well done's good too. Cook the crap out of it. <laughs> yeah, we had somebody bring up the other day uh, somewhere on the show. They brought up uh, burnt ends when you yes. order barbecue. Right. They, that's a specialty. I like that like, too. Yeah, I would love burnt like burnt ends. And what's crazy ribs. about it is, like, I don't just like burnt steak. Like, I love it. Love it. Like, I think it's awesome. You give me a medium rare, a medium steak. Eh, not really interested. Not interested. No, it doesn't. No, it does nothing for me. But. This. This uh, rare steak means nothing to me. No. Just like lobster. You can keep it. Right. I got to soak it in butter. I'm good. <laughs> to, and then you know what it tastes like? Butter, right? Yes. Jerry? 
Like, no, yeah, thanks. I could listen. I could soak bread in butter. I like that better. And it's cheaper. And also, cheaper. crabs way too much work for like minuscule. I'll pieces. never forget when Boomer and Craig took us to that place. <laughs> Right, about five, six blocks from here. Yeah. And we were it was smacking like, crabs with a hat with Bob a wooden wire was sweating like a pig. <laughs> and it's like all that work for that. Right. And then half of us wasn't eating it and they were like angry at us. <laughs> yeah, and then it was just a pile full of of uh, shells and everyone's still starving. Can we order something to eat now? <laughs> yeah. Can we get like chicken or steak? Well like, done. Order please. something. That was ninety three dollars. Right. Oh, then you're the <laughs> dummy, not us. <laughs> and all it tastes like is whatever seasoning they put on it. Yeah, pretty much. Again, if you put seasoning on bread, I'm sure it's delicious. It is delicious, especially garlic and butter. Oh, oh yeah. All right, Jerry, warm-up program is next. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We got another Yankee playoff game tonight. What do you think? I like uh, Debbie Garcia tonight. Yeah, I do too. I think Yanks win tonight. I think Tanaka loses Wednesday. Yanks win Thursday. You win this Tanaka. All right. Don't trust him, Jerry. I have heard. It's not a big game pitcher. (laughs) Goodbye. I also think Choi homers tonight. Again, why don't that you, guy's your a big time player. There's that guy's a big big time player. Oh, shut up. He is. No, he's not. Unless I just see him against the Yankees That's being all a you've big seen. time player. That's right. all you've seen. But he's every time I see it, hitter. I don't then I don't know what goes on when he plays the you Yankees. You watch Jerry. him against Garrett Cole. Right. He's got his number. He does. Exactly. Got your number. Fool. All right, Jerry. Warm up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, well, most days have a feel to them. Mondays are Mondays, Fridays are Fridays, Thursday means you're getting close to the weekend, and Wednesday's hump day. Tuesday, no feel. But a guy who has a feel and a pulse on everything, his name is Albert Dukes. He's down the Jersey Shore. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. So things went well last night for the Yankees. Would I you would say, say so. that's correct? I mean... Everything. I mean, Choi got Garrett Cole again. Yeah, but yes, yeah, that's right. Things went and, well for the Yankees, and I got hit up a lot on Twitter when Choi went uh, deep on Unreal. Cole. And then, and then that's my main man. They intentionally walk him. How, How about, about that? that? With How first and that? third, when do you ever yeah. see a guy get intentionally walked with a guy on first base? Because Choi has Derek Cole's number. We've got your number, sir. Yes, he does. I, I think he's now 9 for 14 against them. Well, look at what, what all went on with the Yankees yesterday. They put Clint Frazier in the lineup. What did he do, Jerry? You tell me, Al. He hit a home run. You tell me. Although he did strike out with the bases loaded in a big spot. It's okay. They have Higashioka catching. What did he do, Al? He also hit a home run, Jerry. Almost died on that curveball. <laughs> Then the two guys that you say we need, these are our big two biggest home run hitters, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. And Giancarlo. what they do, Al? Home runs as well. Giancarlo hit a grand slam, And the Stanton one, even though it's in the ninth inning, it's yeah. a two-run game, and it puts yes. it away. That was not puts a it away. solo shot with them up 8-1. to one. I agree. 
That's a legit grand slam. He put it away, Jerry. Yeah, pretty good. That little fly swatter of a bat that he used. I didn't think Cole was that great. He, you know, what's funny. He was better later as he went on. Like I, yeah. I see to me a game like that last night. I throw the pitch count out the window from this standpoint. I'm not going to let him throw 160 pitches. I don't mean that, but he was getting better and was, I thought, less stressed as the game was going on as opposed to earlier on. And I don't know. I I thought he was in rhythm. I would have kept him out there at least another inning. Pitched uh, the full six innings, Jerry. He did. You wanted him more. 100% I would have put him back out there in the seventh. That worked out, and that's fine. But I would have kept him in at least another inning. There was a lot going on last night watching sports. It was uh, Chiefs-Patriots, then back to the Yankees, back to the Chiefs-Patriots. Chiefs-Patriots, a lot better than everybody anticipated. Uh, yes. Uh, closer, and, I should say. Uh, closer, uh, even closer than the final score, I might say, yes, Jerry. Yes, 100%. The, the Chiefs pulled away late. Yes. And then you had the uh, Packers-Falcons uh, game. Who Expected. knows? Expected. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, another big game. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah Dan blah. Quinn gets fired today? Dan Quinn? No. You don't? I don't. I think there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. I think after seeing Bill O'Brien given his papers yesterday, I yeah. think there's a chance Dan Quinn gets let go today. Here's your walking papers, sir. Did you mm. watch uh, Chiefs uh, uh, Patriots before the Yankees, or you were uh, busy with life, with actual uh, life things? Busy with life. I watched the Yankees. I watched So when I got home from uh, our Monday Night Cornhole League, I got home in the fifth inning, and I saw the next three innings and then passed out in the eighth. And then I watched the first few and the ninth this morning. Gotcha. So I did not see the football games. I just read the recaps. I was watching. I was watching the football games. Uh, I was trying to do it all yesterday, Jerry. I said, you know what? No murder mysteries tonight. No no um, uh, man murders his wife or wife murders her husband. Did you make it to 1030? 1030, I did not. Oh, so you didn't watch all the football games? Uh, no. I watched the uh, first I watched quarter? This morning. Yeah, well, no, I watched the first half, first half. Uh, yesterday. Watched Seven the o'clock game. starts awesome, isn't it? It was awesome. 100% awesome. Because I thought it was only like the first quarter, and they're like, we're going to the half. I'm like, ooh, that's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Uh, Jared Stidham got into that game. Uh, he uh, stinks. Very end of the third quarter. He's not good. They weren't very good. Brian Hoyer was not very good. No, he wasn't. How about neither of them are very good? Makes you wonder why they waited so long to sign Cam Newton. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, yes, they it really does. think they were going to go into the season with these two stiffs? <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. They must have just known somehow that no one else was going to sign Cam I, Newton. I, you know I don't what? know why. Very. I guess you could look around the league and be like, well, they don't need a quarterback. They right. don't need a quarterback. But I would think at some point, if you're even remotely not sure about your quarterback situation, I would have signed him. Yes. So yeah, you're, you're right, Jerry. Seeing those two, oofa, oofa. That great. boy in Hoyer, he's been around the league long enough that he shouldn't stink this bad. Yeah, but he's no, but he's never really been a big time quarterback. He's been like a career backup journeyman quarterback. And I feel a connection with him because we have the same head, and also so the I, same goals in life to be a backup and not play <laughs> and just collect the paycheck. And I saw like he even like he knew he was going to be in the spotlight, so he he shaved the head completely. You know, there was no stubble even on it. Got to look good for TV. Smooth head, just like I have right now, Jerry. Yeah, I only, shaved my head. The only thing that was smooth last night for him was his head, because his, his play head. certainly was not very smooth. He said they said to him, "Yeah, obviously, all this news with Cam Newton came down late." So they asked him in the post game press conference, like, "How many reps did you get last week?" 
And he's like, well, you know, it's really not that important. They're like, all right, but, you know, when did you find out? And he's like, well, I found out Saturday. Like, so how many reps did you get? Well, it's really not about the reps, meaning he got none. <laughs> I got none. Right. I got zero reps. Here, you're playing Monday. Good luck. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and it's against the Chiefs. Oh, on top of that. Oh, oh. Yeah. So what are you going to do? And his man, you know, you're taking the sack. I did see that on the highlights. That's a bad sack. He thought he had a timeout. He didn't. Like, come on, man. Yeah, there was a lot of mistakes in this uh, late in the second quarter for the Patriots. Yep, and an otherwise close game. But who cares? You know why, Jerry? Because the Yankees won their first game, and that's what matters most. Now, why is everyone making such a big deal that Debbie Garcia's pitching tonight? Because like, what a bold move by Aaron Boone. Because I th- when we talked about this yesterday, remember when oh. you asked me why it said, you know, they haven't announced a game two starter? Oh, and yes. I, I said because he could be thinking about Garcia. Um, that was me. Hello. You said matchups. You said he maybe he's looking I, at maybe. matchups. I, again, maybe Debbie Garcia. But they got to play three games anyway. So what's the difference right. whether whether he pitches tonight or tomorrow night? So I guess the thinking being that game three. Now, if you go up two games to none, you got your – Next best pitcher out there to kind of put it away. But if it's 1-1, game three is a pretty important game. So you want you don't want to have a rookie out there with a lot of pressure on. Now he can go out there up one game to now. I guess they make this announcement right before the game last night that he that um, Garcia was pitching. I, it was a couple hours before. Because, you know, it's you know, you got Cole going in game one. I don't want to say you assume the win, but you have to hope that if you're going to win the series, you need a good start from Cole. So you put Garcia out there in game two, hopefully to be up game uh, one game to none. They are. And now it's like, all right, go get him, kid. And if you don't, you got Tanaka in game three. He's They're only 20, getting one start anyway. He's 21 years old, Jerry. He is, which means He's nothing. A young means man. absolutely He's nothing. He's a young boy. Just go out there and pitch well. We've seen Pitch, young man. You know how many times we've, we've gone through this? Well, he's got no experience. Shut up. You know, sometimes it's the best thing for you. Just go out there and pitch. Do you think he needs a pep talk from a Yankee, a classic Yankee pitcher to call him today? Call Andy Pettit for big game advice? No, No. he seems dull and boring. Maybe, but he was a big game pitcher. You need CeCe Sabathia. No, he's calling into uh, our show. Hmm. Well, after he hangs up, call Debbie Garcia. He could do that. He might might have already. What do you think uh, think CeCe thought of Correa yesterday? Doesn't like him. Two home runs, four RBIs. (laughs) You know, He's not you, a know, fan, you know what Correa said to uh, CC yesterday with his what bat? What is this? Shut up, big fella. <laughs> shut it. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> Keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> Keep my name out your mouth, big man. <laughs> yeah, Yushi, why don't you give him Garcia's number uh, right when you're done with him today? I say, listen, when, you, when you're done here. Actually, Eddie, that would mind. be up to you because you're alone in Bradley Beach. Eddie, you, you should give Debbie big... Garcia or CC Debbie's number. If you wouldn't mind a big pep talk for my man. How would that pep pep talk go if you gave it? Hi, is this Debbie Garcia? It's Al Dukes. Let me tell you something. I may not have played the game. I may have gone hitless one of the years in Little League. But I'll tell you this. I know passion. And I know Yankee fans expect wins. You get out there. You're already up one nothing. You get out there and you blow these punks away. Thank you. Are you leaving a voicemail or is yeah, that a pep talk? Yeah, that's the, the go because he doesn't know my number, so he doesn't pick up. That's so I leave him the true. voicemail. Then he could play it. Then I would say this at the end. You listened to it now. You play this again on your way to the stadium in San Diego. You play this while you're getting dressed, and you bring a headset out to the mound as you're warming up, because this will put you over the end. And that Choi fella, 
walk him every time because he's trouble. You know what you should do? You should trouble. do mindfulness training voiceovers. Yes. You have a very dull, yeah. like soothing voice. Mm-hmm. Focus on the breath in and out. And if thoughts come into your mind, that's okay. Just refocus back on the breath. Breath or breast, what'd you say? Breath, when you're breathing. You know, it's funny when you do these mindfulness, <laughs> yes. and I do. So, I actually did one the other day when I was uh, trying to relax. Jerry is very stressed out. You fall asleep? <laughs> oh, generally, I do fall asleep. Yes. But when when the, the mindfulness training, which the Knicks are very into, or they were. Well, when, they were uh, with Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Yes. They tell you, like, focus on the breath, and then they go, where do you feel the, the tension? Mine's always in my private parts. Why is that? Like, for, for real. Like, when I feel I'm all relaxed, and when they say, where do you feel? Overuse. <laughs> where do you feel the tension? That's where it is. That's weird, right? Uh, I would say so, yes. I think most yeah. people would have the tension in their neck or up on right. their shoulters or that area that was at the uh, the del- was at the deltoid the between the shoulder yeah, and the neck, delts. That, that area. Yes. I would think, or the back, I would think that's where most of the stress would would be. Yours is in your groin. Not yeah, right. when I when I get like super stressed out, my groin hurts. I I hear you. I well, I don't actually because that's not where I get stressed out. But yeah, maybe is it underuse? Is it? Can you? I I don't know why. What my focus is there? Maybe there's a way that I. Well, can, you do have a phobia. Yeah. Of that area, like a hypochondriac in that area. Yes, like you have a tingling feeling, and you think you have testicular cancer. Right. You know, you think you get a hernia, God knows what it's going to lead to. I wonder if there's a way with this mindfulness training that I can train it. Like, give me the stress in my shoulders like everybody else. Well, no, because the mindfulness training is going to take that away. Oh. I think you need to focus on your shoulders, and perhaps that's where the concentration will be, as right. opposed to you focusing on the jungle area. Where do you think Debbie Garcia's got his stress I don't think tonight? he has a stress, to be none? honest. None? I don't. They're up one game to none. I think right. he's a that kid. that is true. He had a good season, and the season's not on the line. I think he can go out there and pitch very relaxed and loose tonight. Right, and if he wins tonight or the Yankees win tonight. I think they sweep then. Then you're Tanaka tomorrow night? What a relaxing game. I'd be like, if I lose, we're up 2-1. to one. It is definitely a low-pressure situation, I agree, up two games to none. But There's you got to no say, doubt. Jerry, that the Yankees, for all the people we said, have to step it up in the playoffs. Have so far played well. Right. Even Aaron Cole. Hicks, you know, Aaron Hicks last night yes. was good. So he had the I agree sack fly, yep. and he had another RBI. He did in the ninth inning. In the ninth inning. Yep. And that's a big time, Jerry, ninth inning. Now, you so, want to do it in the third inning? Who cares? I'm I'm ninth totally inning. with you. I totally agree with you. They all stepped up. They all stepped up, and we've got Yankee baseball to discuss. Yeah. At least, at least up one game to none now, and it might be two that's games awesome. to none after tonight. I'm going to say up two games to none. You think they go up two games to none? Yeah. I tend, to, three I tend games to agree to with none. you, although I do like this glass now, kid. You do? Better than this I Blake do. Snell? See, Blake Snell, to me, as great as he has been, and he has been great, I feel like the Yankees have always handled him well. Like, I don't feel like the Yankees have ever, and I'm sure they have been, but it's kind of like you the other day. Regardless of what the numbers say and what you've seen, you feel like oh, Tanaka's not a big game pitcher in your mind. I <laughs> feel like, and I'm not being, I'm being serious, I feel like having watched the Yankees and Rays over the years, I just don't feel like the Yankees have had that much trouble with Blake Snell over the years. 
I really don't. He also has no chin. Did you see? He's got like a very thin, pointy, tiny chin. Huh. How about that? He's got a chin of like what I think the devil would have, Jerry. Pointy (laughs) chin. Blake Snell? Yeah. (laughs) I had noticed. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. If you Google image him, thin, thin chin. All right, hold on. A man with no chin, Jerry, is not a man. Snell chin. You think anybody else has ever actually Googled this before? <laughs> no. Actually, it was in there. Uh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really see Very it. Very thin. I mean, he's thin, though. I'll tell you this, though. If there's ever if there's a fist fight uh, he's throwing at hitters, Stanton Judge, they crack his jaw right in half, that tiny chin of his. I gotta tell you, normal chin. That is not a normal it's chin. It's a normal chin. I have a bigger chin than Blake Snell. But I, based on compare what? compare chins. Huh, looks like a normal chin. Did you have a problem with the Yankees stealing a base up six runs in the ninth inning? <laughs> I did not. I don't have any problems with that stuff. <laughs> of course not. Of course, I'm joking. You got a pot, like you said, you you don't know what's going to happen uh, here. You're damn right you don't. I was just kidding. I was oh. just having some fun with you. Because I'm sure someone out there is probably concerned that, oh, there are six runs. By the, by the way, that stadium is so awesome, perfect, yeah, it, it looks is. fake. You know why? Because San Diego is perfect. I was looking at, am I watching a fake stadium? Is yeah. Did they green screen in a fake stadium? That's what Boomer was trying to say uh, the other day before Greg got annoyed that we were talking about the Padres again. Yeah. That stadium is absolutely spectacular. But it, it looks is, fake. It's not, though. I've been there. You should have been. You passed on it. Yeah, when, I did you, pass. when you go there, remember when you were a kid? The first time you went to a major league yes. ballpark, wherever it might have been. I think I don't remember if I went to Yankee Stadium or Shea first because I believe I was it was Shea. the same summer. You were Shea? It might have been yeah. for me. I don't remember. But the same summer, I believe, we went. And I'll never forget walking out and seeing both of them the first time. It was like, wow, this, like, this is even cooler than you thought. That's the feeling as an adult that I had going to A, Dodger Stadium, but B, San Diego, Petco Park. It was just awesome. That Absolutely a, awesome. That is a nice memory, Jerry. You just sprung up in my brain. See that? When you're a little kid and you watch baseball and you love baseball, and you finally get to go to a game, and you go walking up the ramp to get to your seats, yep. and the field just opens reveals up to itself. You. Yep. <sighs> it's, it's awesome. It there's, is awesome. There's nothing like it. They're really. I think when you see your favorite football team for the first time in person is pretty cool, but there's something about a baseball stat. I don't know why. There's just something about it that's awesome. We got to take a it's break. It's like Field of Dreams. Yeah, I mean, there's that some feeling. aspect to it that's that's true. I would agree with that. All to, right, f- five nineteen. Hold on with your to sound hug effects. third base, Jerry Moonlight Graham. Yes. To turn know. a double into a triple. You okay? Yes. Five nineteen. We take you to the top of the hour. Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. Well, I could probably agree with that, I suppose. It's 525. It's a Tuesday morning. It is the morning of game two of the ALDS. And Yankee fans want you to join us tomorrow night from 630 to 730 on the fans' Facebook page for Goldenberg's Peanut Chews presents the Boomer and Geo Bombers countdown. It's Boomer and Geo joined by us to preview and then talk about game three of this best of five series. 
Anyone and everyone is invited to watch. You can even send in your questions and comments during the special Facebook Live. So carve out an hour tomorrow night from 6.30 to 7.30 to be part of the special WFAN Facebook Live brought to you by Goldenberg's Peanut Chews, an official sponsorship partner of the New York Yankees and your flagship station for Yankees baseball, The Fan. What else, Al? I heard that I can expect a box of peanut chews to show up so those those Mm -hmm. peanut chews when my grandfather uh, was still alive and living in california we would go see him uh, twice a year we would go out there and he was in the san francisco area uh suburb of san francisco and there were two things that he loved peanut brittle and goldenberg's peanut chews this man was a real fan of peanuts we used to eat he was we used to eat so many of those on the plane. Oh, I love that stuff. So I'm hoping peanut for chews. delivery myself. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get the, the delivery here, Jerry. I'm going to be slamming peanut chews. I'm going to be on this Facebook Live. I'm going to have the Yankee game on in the background. It's going to be a whole thing here. I'm going to have Whimsy involved. She's going to be eating peanut chews. She's going to be on well, Facebook. No, 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 no. I don't. First of all, I do not think you should be giving your dog candy, not unless you want the dog to have issues. That's not smart. You oh. eat the peanut chews. Got it. And let's leave the dog out of this. I love peanut chews. Who doesn't? A very underrated candy. The peanut chew? Yes. Are you kidding me? It's like my childhood right there. Peanut chews. Peanut and chews. Yankees. And Yankees. And Yoo-Hoo. Yeah. Ooh, get yourself a nice cold Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> That's right. Jerry, I did watch this uh, Chiefs-Patriots last night in addition to watching the Yankees. I was going back and forth, you know, that old thing. We I don't know why I don't this, do yes. I don't know why I don't do picture in picture because that's possible to do, but I can't I cannot I don't like do it. the double. I don't I know you like the Octobox on the Red Zone channel. <laughs> yeah. I do not like the multiple quad box. I don't. I don't like the different looks. I like one game on the screen and well, I'll I go needed- back and forth when I need to. All I needed was double box, but uh, I didn't. I just went back and forth, like you said. Watching this Chiefs-Patriots game while things were going well for the Yankees, this Brian Hoyer uh, taking a sack at the end of the first half when they had no timeouts left. or they No, he thought they had one. He thought they had yeah. He was calling timeout when there was no time yes. on the clock. Yes. What a dope. I th- well, that's what I just said before the break. Like, what are you doing? He Like, you just called three timeouts in the span of a minute and a half. Right. How do you not realize you didn't have one? And you're running around. Just throw it out of the end. That's where you need an old man Tom Brady. Well, they had the old man. They just Ooh. didn't have the old man quarterback that plays. That, and were you able to see, Jerry, this uh, Patrick Mahomes interception situation where he was caught? It was a. It was the second quarter. The sack fumble? The sack fumble that never hit the ground, so it probably would have been called an interception. Yeah. That they said that Mahomes was in the grasp yes, of I the do defenders. Not, I do not like the call at all. Me neither. I do because that like the that call. turned the game completely around. Yeah, because the Patriots would have the ball. I don't even know where because they ran with it. So I'm not sure how far they would have gotten. But here's what you know: they probably would have been at least around the 30 yard line, perhaps even deeper in Chiefs territory. That gets a close game at the time. Yeah, I mean it's that's a game changing type of play. Now the Patriots have had a lot of things go their way over the years, so <laughs> so be it. But um, yes, in terms of football and the play call, hate it, absolutely hate it. And then I think, you know, initially Belichick thought that they blew the whistle from the Patriots advancing the ball. And he didn't like that, that they blew no, the whistle. Serious. But really they blew the whistle because the play was dead. Not See, here's that- my question to you. Because it looks like Mahomes is about to try and toss the ball. Yes. Before he's, he realizes, you know, let me just hold on to it. You really think they were going to pl- blow that dead if no. he threw the ball? 
No. Neither do I. The play was still happening. I could I agree with you 100%. I mean, you think that's a three-point game at that point. And you now I'm not saying the Patriots are going to score a touchdown. I I don't think Brian Hoare is going to score a touchdown from here to next week if he had a chance. But you are very likely going into the half tied. Yes. Or at least getting it even before I guess the Chiefs would have the ball again, but that's a 6-6 game right around the 2-minute warning probably. And then they're like, why didn't Belichick challenge? First of all, the Chiefs punted within the seconds. Well, he also knew, he said after the game, he knew immediately that it was not challengeable. Because they were calling, um, they called the play dead. Yes. Yeah. And the ball went backwards, so I do think it would have been a fumble. The replay, actually, as we're speaking right now, just came up on on my monitor here. Even if the ball never touches the ground, they consider that a fumble? If it goes backwards or parallel to the line of scrimmage, it's a fumble. Got it. Yeah, it's got to go forward for it to be an interception. Boy, and and Tony Romo even pointed out how quickly the Chiefs got that punt off, even if the play was uh, reviewable. Yeah, smart. Like that, he's like, that's coaching also. I was going to say, that's the difference right there of a really good team and a team that's not so good. I mean, you know, like they knew. Up to the line, let's go, let's move on, because once the ball is snapped, it's it's over. Regardless, it's over. Now, it was over anyway because the whistle blew, and it was what it was, and it wasn't a challengeable play. But if they weren't sure why the whistle blew and they were given the spot and the line of scrimmage, just go and move on. But, you know, Belichick said after the game that that was not challengeable. Right. Do you think he really knew that at the time or he got flim-flammed by the quick punt and then after the game realized it wasn't challengeable anyway. So, like, I feel like he got um, outcoached there for that moment it, by Andy That Reed. very well might have been the case. I think a couple of things are possible because I don't know the answer. I think, number one, the officials could have been shouting not challengeable to him. I think that's possible. Okay. Two, I think he was so infuriated by the call that, yes, it might have gotten away from him quickly. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and no one knows the rules more than him because he takes advantage of the rules more than any coach I've ever seen. So you might be right. He might not have known, and he might have been so angry that it happened, but I will give him the benefit of the doubt and say he knew it was not a challengeable call. And then another person I'd like to point the finger at that uh, hurt the Patriots last night, this Julian Edelman. Well, on the interception. Oh, that's a horrible miss that turns seven the other way. A pick six, which goes right off of his his hands, hands, gut. And then that gets put on Brian Hoyer as a pick six. And that really finished them off. You know what this all tells me, though? What's that? The Chiefs in the playoffs, Patriots with Newton playing well, don't hurt themselves with mistakes. They can play them. They can. Mm -hmm. And without like any, you know, huge crowd. Interesting. Are beatable. I also read, and I, I wasn't aware of this, I read in the game recap this morning that yeah. that is the third time that Belichick has held Mahomes without a touchdown pass in a game. Think about that. Is that right? Because you think about what this kid does every single week and the fact that, wow, you know what's so funny? As the, They just ran another highlight. Edelman also has a ball go right through his hands in the first half, but it's caught by his teammate. I mean, what was up with him last night? Olszewski caught it off as a miss. He misses Tom Brady. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's interesting, though, that Mahomes three times now against the Patriots has not thrown a touchdown pass. Belichick also defending against coronavirus. He went double mask double last mask, night. Which looked ridiculous in his post-game <laughs> Zoom. I mean, it looked ridiculous on the field. You should see him in the post-game Zoom call. Holy moly. Because <laughs> during the game at one point, 
the the uh, outer layer mask was off of one ear, so it was like hanging weird on his face. Then yeah. he had the other mask on underneath it. Yeah. I mean, that guy went. Quad, I hope next week he goes quad mask, four, <laughs> and then octo mask, eight masks. And then he can put the pantyhose over his face for, for complete Belichick. protection. <laughs> 534 on the fan. We are still uh, halfway home. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo coming up at the top of the hour. A lot more to do here on the warm-up show. This portion brought to you by Hint Water. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long. And at this point, you've only got 20 minutes of us left until we get you to Boomer and Geo at 6. It is the warm up show, the morning after a Yankees victory as they win in San Diego and they beat Tampa Bay. Uh, last night, 9-3, to three, hit a bunch more home runs. I think they have 11 home runs now in their three playoff games, so that's a pretty good number if that does continue. What else, Al? It's a forgotten game last night, Jerry. The Packers go to 4-0. and oh. They it forgotten because the Falcons. Expe- everything that happened is exactly what we expected to happen. The Falcons stink. Aaron Rodgers rocks. They have nobody to play, and he still finds guys to throw to. Someone I never heard of last night. A fella named Robert Tonian. 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 He's a tight end. He yes. caught three touchdowns. Yes. Never heard of you. You'll be talking about this game for the rest of your life. Right. Unless he becomes the next Mark Tremora. Well, I don't think you want that. Isn't oh, he in right. jail? Well, he did have an incident. Let yes, me, he let did. Me Google Mark Tremora. I, uh, if he didn't Mark go to jail, I, there was a an incident with a hot tub and an underage person. Yes. If I recall that correctly. Yeah. Let's see if he's in jail right now, Jerry. Let's see. He divorced in 2010 from his wife. Uh, he married another woman in 2011. Uh, they they live in Wisconsin. So he was not in jail. Okay. He he now owns a chain of auto collision repair businesses. Interesting. He was inducted into the Packer Hall of Fame in 2010. If you had to start a business and you couldn't be a coffee shop because that's too easy. Yeah. You think you could do the auto collision repair business? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I think I could have a um, Al Al Dukes's, you know, Mazda dealership, something like that, where I just put oh, my yeah. name on something and someone else runs it. You only need like ten million dollars to get it started. <laughs> Sounds easy. Why don't you open four of them, Al? <laughs> <laughs> retired guys do it, and the guys that don't. Yeah, that they don't make a lot of made... money, and then they they have partners uh, and people with money. You have Boomer Esiason. Yeah, but then he's going to want his name and picture on my car dealership. You wouldn't be okay with that? Like, if you were able oh. to open up Boomer's Buick or Bu- Boomer's Ford. <laughs> yeah, Boomer's Ford. We Boomer's only sell Ford store. Yeah. But you're 50% partner, but you mm. get no billing. Okay. This is Boomer Esiason Ford. Okay. You know, in Nanuet. All right. And you're a 50% partner. You wouldn't be good just cashing the checks and showing up once in a while? Let me. Could I get the Al Dukes waiting room? Like where would no, you wait for your car? This is Boomer's place. No, as a matter of fact, you can't. Instead, you get the Chris Collingsworth waiting room. Oh, <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd go in if I you needed get the, the cash. Icky Woods Repair Shop. <laughs> like when you get your bill, you have to do the Icky Shuffle. Right. 
There's you know, no Al you Dukes, get a nothing. You're a 50% oh. partner. Here's how, here's how it's going to work. Here's how it works. Boomer puts up the money. Mm-hmm. He gets the billing. You have to run the place for your 50%. No money out of pocket for you. But you're yeah, a 50% owner. Uh, you would, would probably me, do it. I hope so. It would bug me, though. I'd, it you would know, bug I'd, you, wouldn't it? I'd put up, like, Al Duke's bathrooms. Something. <laughs> the Duke's Boomer urinals. Yeah. <laughs> Take a dump in the Duke's urinal. <laughs> well, you don't dump in the urinals, All right, the Jerry. bathroom, whatever. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, you make sure you put the tushies in. Oh, yes, tushies. Oh, yeah. Jerry, I'd the... like to thank that commercial, by the way, yeah. for loading up my computer my computer with tushy spots. <laughs> Your com- your uh, com- your computer's loaded because with tushy the, commercials because of the commercial mm-hmm. that you read yesterday. I like you was very interested, right? So I searched it. Yes, and now all <laughs> over my computer are commercials for tushy the tushy the tushy the tushy device. What is it called? Your tushy? What is it? What's it's hello tushy dot com yes. slash wfan. So I now get commercials popping up all over the place for hello tushy. Good for you. I hope you uh, buy one. <laughs> why? Why Why can't I get one sent to me? <laughs> you cheap bastard. How come you get one and I don't? <laughs> That's fair. Jerry, the Texans have fired... Uh, I didn't realize that Bill O'Brien was also their GM. Yeah, he stinks. Head coach slash GM. Yeah, he's the one fired. who traded DeAndre Hopkins and people were killing him. How about this? If you're If you get that head coaching job... As the Texans or the GM job, because I'm sure it's going to go to two different people, right? You would think, yes. And you're like, hmm, we're 0-4. We need to rebuild. You don't have, you in 2021, your first and second round picks. Nothing. They were traded the, away. They go to the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, well, you, they're I, in trouble. I do not believe the Texans are in a rebuild mode. They're oh. just not. I mean, you want to tweak them a little bit, that's fine. How about they haven't been coached well enough? And yes, the moves that have been made have been puzzling in some cases. Puzzling. I know some will give you reasons why they've done what they've done. But the fact of the matter is this team has underachieved in the playoffs for how many years now? And then you come out and you start 0-4? I mean, I get it. It's a tough schedule. you got to figure out a way to win one. And you got to beat a, a bad Vikings team at home. Right, and you just paid Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't lose all these games. And I'll go back to, you know, if you remember two weeks ago, when they who are they playing? They were playing the Ravens at home a couple weeks ago. Remember, I was killing him for going for a fourth down on his own thirty-five yard line in a three-nothing game. Like, what in the hell are you doing? He just—I don't know. Anytime I ever watch him, very underwhelming. That's why I put on Twitter yesterday. I couldn't believe how many people were surprised they fired him. Right. I thought they should have fired him two weeks ago. At zero two. Yes. Two. Yep. Now, Romeo Crennel becomes uh, the interim head coach for the Texans. And the oldest head coach in NFL history, I believe. Yeah, this uh, threw me off. He's me seventy. Too. He's 73 years old. He looks terrific, he does. I think. Well, it's different now, yeah. So you're telling me that Vince Lombardi wasn't 73 years old? I think Vince Lombardi all was like 58. All those pictures I see of him? I think Vince Lombardi was in his 50s in those Tom pictures. Landry wasn't 73 years old no. wearing that hat? no. Bill Walsh wasn't 73 nope. years old, the white-haired man? No. What? Think again. Weeb Eubanks wasn't 73 years old? I think he was 39. <laughs> <laughs> Don Shula wasn't 73 years old no. when he was coaching the Dolphins? Physical fitness and nutrition has changed My the way gosh. we look. Yeah. I got to get the ages of some of these head coaches. 
that I felt like were super old men. So Tom Landry passed yeah. away in 2000. He wore that fedora. Yes. And a suit. That so was a man who respected the game. Was 88, right? They went 3 and 13 cuz yeah, 89 they were 1 and 15 with Jimmy Johnson. So 88 was his last year. He passed away in 2000 in the year 2000. How old do you think he was in 1988? <laughs> I would have said 73, but I'm going to say I guess I was wrong. Uh, you are wrong because he passed away at the age of 75. Oh. He was 63. 63. Yes. Wait a minute. You're telling me. Yeah. That uh, He looked like he was 63 in the 70s. That Tom Coughlin wasn't 73 when he was freezing his nose off in Green Bay when no. it almost fell off because it was so red? I don't think Tom Coughlin is 75 now. What? Tom Coughlin right now is just turned 74. My goodness. So you got to go back 10 years. He was in his 60s. Yeah. Being a head coach is like being president of the United States. It ages you. <laughs> yeah, it does. Very quickly it, it can. ages you. Yeah. And then but you know what? Then you look at a kid okay, wow. You look at a guy like Jason Garrett. He was in Dallas for ten years. He looks great. He does look great. He looks great. Although the the Giants are gonna probably age him very quickly. I mean, listen. This Giants offense. If the Cowboys didn't, I don't think so. He'll be fine. So good for Romeo Cornell, 73 years young, Jerry. And looks good. Looks terrific. Yeah. But you know what? That also comes back to no disrespect to our elders. If you think about like what your great-grandparents look like or your grandparents look like when we were kids, and then you find out now. So for instance, Al, like I think my grandfather passed away at like 54. I look at pictures of him. I'm like, wow, that's all he was? Al, you're 51. Yeah. You look like you could be there, his child. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes. I don't know what goes on in the world now. Diet or back and then. nutrition and exercise. That's what goes on. And I know what, too. I think this is a huge part of it. None of us smoke anymore. Right. I think that ages your skin and your look. I think that's a big part, too. And it does look cool, but unfortunately, it's not good for you. It is not good for you. No, not at all. And you're right. Sure. Like the, the images of Vince Lombardi at Lambeau Field... He looks like he's 70, and he might have been 40. And how about that dude who coached the Chiefs many years ago? What was his name? Hank Stram? Yeah. Good. You done good. You marked it good. <laughs> so that you want to talk about Hank Stram? Let's see. What year? He was Give probably 30 years old. So Hank Stram died in 2005 at the – oh, he was young when he passed. Oh, my God. Hank Stram was? No, that's not right. I got no. that wrong. He died in two, yeah, 2005, born in 23, so 77 – so he was 82 in 05 when he passed away. All right. So, yeah, he coached in the 60s, right? And early yeah. 70s. So he was in his 40s. Jerry, speaking of old coaches, Mike Zimmer, he's the coach of the Vikings. Yes. He is a 64-year-old man. Not super attractive. Well, how do you know? How do you no, not know saying. that women don't find him very attractive? Well, uh, I know one woman finds him very attractive, and that's all it takes. Uh, Mike Zimmer, 64-year-old fella, his girlfriend is 38 years old. Yeah, she's her quite name attractive, is, too. Yes. Her name is Katerina Elizabeth Mikitin. What kind of conversations are they having? I don't know, but she's post. She's back. Good news, Jerry. She's back on Instagram, and uh, she's posting, uh, well, they say topless photos, but she's not showing the front. Like, she's covering her, her areas with her arms. But right. My goodness, she's here. She is in a photo uh, at the U.S. Bank Stadium, all in Viking gear. How does he? Uh, how did? How did that happen? He's rich. Okay. 
He can't be that rich. He's only a head coach. Mike Zimmer makes a lot of money. Mike Zimmer's been in the NFL for how long? Mike Zimmer was a coach on the Cowboys in the, what, the (laughs) 1980s? I mean, he's been making a lot of money for a long time. But what do you think his contract status is right now in Minnesota? Well, he's, you know what? I'm seeing a picture of him now from 2014. That's six years ago. He was a good looking fella. He has a net worth of $6 million. He's a hot box of rocks. (laughs) He was a Cowboys coach in uh, 94. Okay. Uh, uh, through through 99 and then 2000 to 2006. With well, the he Bengals. was there a long time. And then with the Bengals. Then uh, Falcons uh, quickly, then Bengals. He then makes Vikings. $4 million a year Oof. as a head coach. Personal life. I think he's doing just fine. Very large breasts. Well, well, him a, or his girlfriend? Uh, his Incredible girlfriend. implants. Incredible implants. Now, I whenever I go to Wikipedia, <laughs> I immediately go to somebody's, to the bottom where it goes personal life. Yes, Quickly. Uh, okay, uh, Zimmer's wife Vicky died yes, unexpectedly very, very in 2009. When oh, he was, I remember that when he yeah. was with Cincinnati. Yes, I wasn't going to go wow. there, but correct. We do have to go to a break though. Crazy. Yes. He also owns oh, a, a hunting lodge in Northern Five fifty-two. <laughs> it's not an auto collision repair shop. <laughs> uh, we have to take a break. This portion is sponsored by Hint Water. Time now for a Radio.com Sportsman and Amy Lawrence thoughts on the first quarter of the NFL season. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, great to have you with us on a Tuesday morning. Yankees win last night in San Diego. They beat the Rays 9-3. to You had the Chiefs win last night. Packers won as well. Game two, Yankees-Rays tonight. What else, Al? Jerry, I did some uh, research on uh, Mike Zimmer's girlfriend, uh, Katerina Elizabeth Mickiton. Right. She is a neuroeconomics and neurofinance researcher. Neuro? What does that even mean? Little. What? <laughs> tiny. Like neuro. Neuro, I, I think. Neuro means meant tiny. the brain. Neuroeconomics. Neuroeconomics, I think. Means like, like really specific economics. Okay. So she's smart, Jerry. Cool. She's, Good for her, right? She's also a hot box of rocks, as Boomer would she's say. A she's a hot box of rocks. rocks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did you, did see? you have that ready? You had no idea I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, did you see Jamal Adams had to uh, delete a suspicious-looking Twitter photo he yeah, put so, out there? So what was there? Was a joint in the photo? Yeah. And you just think he didn't realize it, posted it, so oh, no. Yeah, so he took it? a picture of himself watching and cheering on his Seahawks uh, right. with his injury. Because uh, they were in Miami a, on Sunday. Weed, 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 <laughs> weed. There was a blunt on the uh, coffee table. Pass the blunt. Past the balloon. <laughs> Stupid. And he what had to delete idiot. it. So he was like, I don't know about you, Al, but when I post a photo, I actually yeah. inspect the photo. Yes. I do. Because I, I want to make sure that there's nothing. And I'm listen, there ain't no weed in my photos, I can tell Pass you that. Past the balloon. Right. But you want to make sure, I don't know, you're not giving up a credit card number yes. or something that could be in there. Like a, if you ever do a screenshot, you want to make sure that you're, like, your phone number is not there or right. email address. Like, how would you not see that? I don't know. That's a good question. But it is he, high. It is far. far. It, it is, is gone. gone. It's a grand slam. 